0: Great to have your company on this midweek edition of Racing Pulse. Don't forget Mark Hunter, who is on a heater after his great selections yesterday will join me for the full form preview for today's midweek meeting. We'll also catch up with Dan Bowman. He's got a very short price favourite today and he also has a very senior position with the Trainers Association. Be interesting to get his thoughts on the proposed changes to the Spring Carnival from a trainer perspective. We'll get more of those trainer perspectives with Kate Watts who will join me for the new segment around about 10 minutes time after we have a chat to Michael Browell. I know Kate's spoken to a number of Trainers. She's got plenty of news this morning so looking forward to that as well and uh, Michael brown has been in the headline the Mooney Valley Racing Club and the Cox Plate over the past 24 hours. We've spoken to Michael about this issue a number of times he's been open and honest saying everything is on the table maybe things are moving more in favour of the Cox Plate moving to late, this, uh, late November than what it was just a few weeks ago and he joins us this morning. Morning Michael you're well? Yeah, Michael, good morning. Uh, it was an interesting first day back in the office yesterday after uh, a nice Christmas holiday. <laughs> You've hit the ground running then. Uh, well and truly. No doubt about that. All right, I'll ask you the, the hard question straight up. Do you want the Cox Plate to move back to November 25?
1: The answer's the same as when I was in your studio back in the middle of December. Uh, we're willing to consider all options and yeah, we're in dialogue with Racing Victoria They're talking to the other clubs and some key stakeholders. We're waiting for Racing Victoria to pull together what the plan may look like and put a compelling offer to the club for us to consider to move the the date of the Ladbrokes Cox Plate. There really hasn't been a lot of movement over the past four to six weeks. Uh, I'm hoping that it accelerates now because if any decision is to be made, it would need to be made, I think, by the end of February. So we'll... We'll now reach out to Racing Victoria and see where they're up to, but the expectation is that they're not too far off finalising what the plan is, and then they'll share that with all of us.
0: If they come back and say, you know what, you're going to have an $8 million or $7 million Cox Plate, is that enough for you to say, yep, we'll move?
1: Oh, there needs to be more to it than just simply prize money increases for the, the Cox Plate. Uh, we've had good discussions with them on what the balance of the spring carnival program may look like. Important that we would retain the current Saturday that we've got between the Caulfield Cup and Derby Day and build out a, a great program fitting a feature spring carnival date on that. And then also, to some changes to the, the feature sprint program that we've got here at the Valley. I, I think the easiest way to to put that would be that, you know, it, originally there wasn't a, a plan or a discussion to shift the whole carnival back a month, but we'd probably just look at shifting our springing program back a month. So shift the McEwen stakes and have that as the feature on grand final Eve. The Moyer stakes are a group one race rather than have that leading into the Everest, feeding into the Everest. We'd have that on the current Cox Plate day there, which would be then two weeks into a Daily, and then two weeks into a Manikato stakes, which we want to put on alongside the, the Ladbrokes Cox Plate. So there's many moving parts to this and it'll be interesting to see where it all
0: lands. From a race point of view and the quality of the race Uh, as you said when we spoke six weeks or four weeks ago you're coming off two incredible highs with the last two cox plates and how the race is rated. Melbourne Cup winners coming through the last two cox plates as well Um, record turnover. So do you think the race would potentially be of a better class and a better standard if it is pushed back a month or is there a question that it may struggle to get the X-Factor three-year-olds that come through a Caulfield Guineas and the like?
1: Yeah, we need to take all of that into consideration. The three-year-olds are a key element of course to the success of the Cox Plate up in Sydney. Our friends up there decided to drop the Group 1 thousand metre Spring Champion States on Cox Plate Day, so that certainly took a couple of high-quality three-year-olds away from the race. But it would be six weeks out from a Caulfield Guineas. We'd need to work out how we can get high-quality three-year-olds through for that. But at the moment we've got a Might and Power Stakes out of Caulfield two weeks out that feeds in. That's the final final leading race to the the Cox Plate but if it was to shift two weeks after the final day at Flemington you've got two fantastic preliminary finals in a $3 million champions mile <clears throat> and then a $3 million champion stake. So you could see two two pathways for these horses to then get to the grand final. Australia's best race and, Pleasing to see last night in London, the 2022 centenary edition of the Ladbrokes Cox Plate was the highest rated race in Australia last year. So I think I used the one when I was in the studio with you that was standing on top of the mountain, and, you know, whether it's the, the quality of the race, wagering turnover, um, you know, the, the last five or six years of the Cox Plate has been a fantastic period for the club and for the race and if we are making any change, we want to be building on that. We certainly don't want to be going backwards.
0: You like a bet? Are we as we sit right here now more likely than less less likely to see the Cox Blake change at state?
1: I'd be I'd be honest, Michael, and say that it's a line ball at the moment. Like we've what we've put to Racing Victoria is substantial. It's not going to be easy for them to tick off all that we've requested. Uh, but it's important that they do for us to, to sit down and seriously consider this change. You know, the, the spring carnivals work so well for so many years, but you know, this is racing Victoria's baby. It's, it's their thought, it's their, their concept to elongate the spring carnival. From what I can gather, we're the only willing participant at the table that's, that's looking to consider any of this. I think the Caulfield Cup carnival predominantly will stay the same on those two feature Saturdays. And my understanding is that the VRC is not keen to change anything from Maccabi to the state state through the Turnbull and the four days of the carnival. But you know, the landscape across Australia, particularly through Sydney and Melbourne, it's changed dramatically in the last five to ten years. And it would be remiss of us not to sit back now and consider what the current program is and the current scheduling and see if we can optimise the... The uh, 2023 Cox Plate Carnival. We've got three three carnivals left before we pull up the track, so there might be a chance to, to test it through that three-year period.
0: Do you agree with the sentiment from Racing Victoria that we do need to push back into that November area where there is um, some more clear air from other major sports, weather could be better, or as an SMS that comes through, um, Jeff says, I've been thinking about this a lot, Currently, we have a five-week carnival from Guinea's Day through to the end of the Melbourne Cup um, week. It captures the imagination of the public. It's a tight, energetic ball moving. The Cox Plate may detract from that because it'll spread it out too long for punters and participants. What are your thoughts?
1: He yeah, has a good point, and if you want a case study that's that's current, you'd have to look at the, the Big Bash Cricket. They they had a fantastic product there. Uh, they changed broadcasters. They lengthened the season, and now it's a shadow of its former self. And, yeah, there's other factors, obviously, that, that came into play with that with COVID and the availability of international players and then pop-up tournaments in other parts of the world. So it's it's a consideration that we've got. Uh, what's the, the sweet spot here? Is the sweet spot five weeks? And, you know, rolling straight from a, a final series in an AFL in the, and the NRL... Straight into feature racing and building to a crescendo at Flemington, it's worked well for for so long. Um, but you know, it's a big but. We need to we need to consider what the options are. Uh, we need to see if there is an opportunity to to improve and build on what we've currently got. Yeah, as I said, the, the club retains that Saturday in October, and if this thing, if the change to the program doesn't work, once we build the new track and we come back you could find that the Cox Plate's back in its historical date where it's been for 100 years.
0: So you could try it for a few years and then say it doesn't work, let's go back to um, square
1: one. We're open to every possibility, but if we were to embrace this change and move the the Cox Plate and shift it four weeks from where it is now, we'd do all in our power and we'd make sure Racing Victoria and our partners were doing all, all in their power to make it a resounding success.
0: There's a couple of SMSs coming through. Obviously, the Mooney Valley Board needs to discuss this um, decision. Uh, a lot of people are asking ask if any consultation with members will be made before such a decision.
1: It would certainly involve all key stakeholders, So that's club members. We've had very limited conversations with club sponsors. Uh, we really haven't sat down yet to talk to trainers because we've put it back to Racing Victoria to come back with an offer Um to build out what a program looks like. Until we have that, we don't know what we're dealing with. So it's a bit hard to... So what's the timeline? As you
0: said, things need to move quickly here, don't they?
1: Yeah, and this was first floated, I think, when Andrew Jones came in, when you were across in Tokyo um, back at at the end of November with Matt Stewart. and There's got to be a lot of conversations had in this next six weeks, and... I would like to think in the next week, Racing Victoria is coming back to the three principal clubs, uh, the three metropolitan clubs, and putting out on the table what what they think the model looks like. And once we have that we can then start to have detailed discussions with trainers, with um, industry stakeholder bodies, with club members, with club partners to see if we if we can make this make this happen. We've got a, a committee meeting here on the twenty eighth of February make a final decision on the go or no go on what's
0: proposed. Last one. Uh, I know every CEO needs to look after their own club, but you look at things holistically and the ecosystem needs to work for individuals, uh, individual clubs to work as well. What's the, what do you think of the thought processes of the country clubs, Cranbourne, Ballarat, how will it affect them? How would it affect uh, an MRC with the, the Caulfield Cup now so far uh, away from where a cox plate would be how do you think holistically it would look
1: uh it'll be challenging particularly for crambon packing and ballarat they've they've got a, a niche at the moment at the tail end of the spring carnival where they're running their country cups and coming off two years of covid it's important that they have every opportunity to succeed in in floating this concept racing victoria said there'll be no losers everyone will win out of this and uh, it's a, a challenge I wouldn't be willing to take on. I'm not sure how you can move the move the magnets around or, or put a jigsaw puzzle back together where everybody comes out in front. I'm just keen to see where they've got to. Uh, I'd imagine over the next two weeks, this will progress dramatically. And then, you know, through that four weeks in, in February, there, there, there's a lot that needs to be kicked off to make this happen. But it's certainly not a fait accompli that it's going to happen. And... Yeah, if I was a betting man, I'd say, as I stand here today, I'd suggest it's a 50-50 proposition.
0: Uh, as always, Michael, appreciate your time. It's going to be the biggest change in Victorian racing and the Spring Carnival in history since the inception of these great races. Uh, 100 years of history, so there is a lot to think about.
1: Yeah, and it's a decision that won't be taken lightly here at the club.
0: Good on you, Michael. Appreciate your time.
1: Too good. Thanks, Michael.
0: Michael Braille joining us there. So